Good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one day at a time, one family at a time, one Satoshi at a time, one Bitcoin at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. My name is Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my community out of financial slavery. Today is September 30th, 2022, and we have a great crypto conversation to say and to talk uh, to talk about today. So uh, there are so many things going on, and um, we are just gathering all of the pertinent information. This morning, I was on the macro level, as I always am, listening to Reuters and trying to see what's happening with the different things around the world to really, again, figure out how we gauge ourselves over the next year or so. And so um, many people have been feeling that our world is being pushed towards a very dangerous position today. We talked at length on this radio station about the risks of central planning and the power of the hungry elites who are trying to amass more and more power and control. Uh, there are global NGOs like the IMF, WHO, and the WEF who are all trying to control every aspect of our lives. And we're watching it happen every single day before our very eyes, whether you know it or not, it is playing out. Most of you um, should be, and if you're not, uh, but you should be familiar with Klaus Schwab, the CEO of the WEF, and the plans that he actually has to create a great reset for our world. So if you haven't already done so, please make yourself familiar with Klaus, K-L-A-U-S, Schwab. S-C-H-W-A-B, for those of you that are writing and paying attention. Uh, he has a great plan, and it's called the Great Reset. And, you know, a lot of times when people are doing things or they talk about things that they want to do, it's not such a big deal. However, these are huge organizations that run many, many countries and that dictate what goes on inside these countries. And with the plan coming like this from the WEF, it is important that you actually know what the plan is, whether or not the plan is executed or not. You really should be aware of what they're planning. Uh, again, it's really, really important as you move into uh, really understanding this money space at, in its totality, both the old money and the new money. Uh, you, you know, a lot of people are always talking about, you know, they, they don't really want to look back at the past. They want to just look at the future and move forward, but I'm a firm believer that we know we need to know what's happening or has happened in the past so that uh, we can pay a close attention to that because we know history repeats itself. We also need to know what's going on in the present, things that they're not actually talking about on mainstream uh, TV and those sorts of things, just making sure that you have a good understanding of where they're trying to go so you know how to better gauge yourself and your life and what you need to do for your family, your community, uh, and for your, I don't know, for your city, for your state, whatever that actually looks like for you. Maybe it's a national organization. You need to be able to lead people and let people know 
what's actually on the forefront, and that's being in the present. And then for the future, we're looking to a new monetary system to protect us from those individuals that are continuously trying to get more money, more power, and more control. And they have done that historically through money. No other way. Any type of economic uh, power has always uh, been given, and I don't even want to say been given, has been taken and controlled by those that are the elite. And they want to continue to stay in that position, and there's no other way to do it except to control the money. So Klaus is uh, Klaus is that, that's his first name. Klaus isn't private about his plans for a to tolerate to takeover. Um, he is going to try to take over the absolute world. And again, it wouldn't be such a uh, interesting thing. And I don't want to say interesting. I don't. I'm going to say. It wouldn't even be possible if it wasn't coming from one of these big um, conglomerates that have a bunch of different people that are working together to make this happen from different countries. So he is very open about it. He has even written a number of books documenting uh, his vision for the future. Now, you guys know that I don't like to speculate about someone's intentions and what they might be. I like to listen to what the people have to say themselves. Uh, I always take these people at face value and simply watch what they do and what they say. That's why sometimes when Elon Musk is talking, I'm saying do as he does and not as he says, because we pay attention to what he says. And then we're watching what he's doing, which is something totally different than what he usually is saying out of his mouth. Uh, but I think with this gentleman by the name of Klaus Schwab, we're, uh, we are seeing both him saying and doing exactly what his plan is. In early 2020, uh, Klaus Schwab actually dropped an eye-raising quote in one of his speeches that, that certainly caught my attention. He said, the pandemic represents a rare but narrow window of opportunity to reflect reimagine, and reset our world. This quote was quite illuminating. Um, but you know what? It came, but what came next from our governments all around the world was even more eyebrow-raising. The global coordination actions from seemingly independent democratic governments all around the world made it apparent that uh, something wasn't quite right. It appeared, though, as though the governments from all around the world were following the same exact playbook as Klaus. Now, you, Klaus, his name is Klaus, um, they were following the same playbook. And as you know, these individuals from these NGOs like IMF, WHO, and WEF meet regularly to make sure that they're in control, that everyone is doing everything the way that they want them to be doing it. And if they're not, uh, you know, they have some sanctions and some other things that they put into place. But with that being said, when we come forward, we'll continue this conversation just so you can understand how it relates to cryptocurrency and some of the things that we need to be doing in both the old money and the new money to get ourselves ready. When we come forward, this is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. 
drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special IRS tax hardship program. This program allows Americans who owe the IRS to resolve their delinquent tax debt once and for all. In some cases, maybe even reducing what you owe significantly. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Simply dial 800-244-7640. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back or have years of unfiled tax returns, help is standing by. Just call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-244-7640 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-244-7640 to see if you qualify. That's 800-244-7640. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Nigel Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. We are um, just really having a conversation about what's happening in our world, and I am promising you I'm going to show you how this relates to cryptocurrency. Uh, so we were talking about Klaus Suave and um, some of the things that he has uh, put out there into the world to let the rest of the world know that it's time to reflect, reimagine, and reset the world, and how a lot of our governments uh, have been on the same page. And so uh, I am saying that you know, it just basically seems like everyone is planning and conspiring together on a bigger level in an attempt to actually restrict our freedoms, our rights, and actually strip us of our wealth. And I will continue to stand on that, but I really believe that their plan is failing. I don't think that it's doing exactly what they wanted it to do, and I'm glad about that. And so there's a couple of signposts that are giving me hope and suggesting that the elites are actually losing control over the narrative and their plans to control us. So first and foremost, Bitcoin was born 13 years ago. Um, and Bitcoin was all about self-sovereignty from the banks, self-sovereignty from the government, self-sovereignty. And it was really, in my opinion, a revolution-type act that they were going to or that they, they he, she, we, I don't know, who, I won't say we because it wasn't me who created it, but whoever created Bitcoin, he, she, they, um, they really wanted a revolution for the people. And so this Bitcoin thing was an attempt to uh, change money as we know it today. And so I think that they did a really good job, and we're well on our way in that respect. But all around the world today, ladies and gentlemen, people are taking to the streets and demanding political change. Um, there is a list of new pro- protests that have erupted in the last 60 days alone. July and August uh, have been full of protests. And there are so many other things. You know, I, one of the things, too, um, I'm saying about these protests is I'm watching the protests, I'm listening to the protests, but I know that they have watched our community for years. They know how long it takes us to calm down after a act has happened, how long it takes us before we stop protesting, how long it takes us before we stop, uh, you know, 
demanding change and we get quiet and go back into our own little corners doing our own thing. But it's just interesting to see uh, how other individuals are getting involved in protesting. And it's just erupting all around the world. And these powers that be the governments have got to take time because they are losing control over their narratives. And so, um, you know, it's it's really, again, critically important that we pay attention to the macro, not just what's happening in our communities, because we can really uh, follow suit with some of the things that we see on the macro in places like Madagascar, India, uh, New, New Guyana. We have Macedonia, Hungary, Haiti, Somalia, Thailand, and uh, my daughter just happens to be in Thailand, Peru, South Africa, Costa Rica, Kenya, Hungary, Bangladesh, and Argentina. They all have protests that are emerging in the last 60 days, and they are just saying no more. People are pushing back and beginning to see uh, that all around the world, uh, this crescendo of, of things is um, really going to blow off the top of centralization. And so I'm really hopefully optimistic that what this thing called Bitcoin started will start with the money, but it's going to give people the, the it's going to give people the liberty, the, the feeling of freedom, the freedom of self-sovereignty to start taking the power and putting it back into the hands of the people, which is where it should be. And so uh, just forever understanding that if we change this and we change the narrative and we turn this thing around, we can close the wealth gap because we're in control of closing the wealth gap. Our products that we have are responsible for closing the wealth gap. We can change the homeless situation in our communities. We can change the crime because we have the monetary system and the actual funding through the money that we've created or money that we've made to make this thing, make these changes happen. And I'm always a firm believer of being the change that I want to see. And so that's why I have delved so heavily into this space because being involved, being engulfed in this cryptocurrency industry has allowed me to be the change that I wanted to see, not just in in money, but in policy making, in changing, uh, not necessarily policy, but adding to what policy changes need to be made so that our community is okay uh, because we get left out so much. This trend and change has been ongoing for a number of years now. It's not just been noticed by everyone until the events that occurred uh, around 2020. Everybody started really paying attention to different things. In 2016, it was a pivotal year that earmarked a significant trend and change that was underway. In 2016, two major events happened that suggested that this trend of decentralization had begun and people were getting fed up with centralization. In 2016, Donald Trump was elected as president of the United States, which caused a wave of controversy for a number of different reasons. And, uh, you know, I, I won't get into that. But Trump has been described as a populist leader. Um, and his election was clear sign that people were looking at 
any avenue possible that might bring about the change that they deserve. But I don't think that they knew what they were really uh, bargaining for at that time. But that doesn't negate the fact that it happened and people were looking for some change. Um, and so they went that direction for whatever reason. Uh, Brexit was also another pivotal pivotal event, and Brexit is spelled B-R-E-X-I-T, for those of you that want to take a look at it. It was also another pivotal event that occurred in 2016, indicating that things were slowly changing. The U.K. decided to break apart from the European Union and instead wanted to be their own independent country. It started with Britain and the U.S., and now the entire world wants to become an independent and free place. Just like we in the micro want to be independent and free of all the things and the entities and these big, huge corporations and government that have kept us from doing the things that we need to do to become free and independent. And so we're here. This week alone, Italy elected a controversial president who's been described by many as a far-right extremist for her views that are also pushing back in opposition to the top-down centralization order coming from these globalists. All of the current turmoil we see manifesting itself around the world, ladies and gentlemen, is a part of a much larger shift that is occurring. What we are about to see is something that we haven't seen in hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of years. This is the beginning of decentralization and the revolution of decentralized entities. And I really expect this change to be as significant as the American and French revolutions, both fundamentally, transformatively, and our world will change just like it did in the 1770s. So you got to look back at that to find out how the American and the French revolutions both fundamentally transformed our world back in 1770s. Again, history repeats itself. Uh, what's next? None of us actually know what's next, uh, but we can, again, pay attention to what history has done, pay attention to what's happening in the present, And we need to be paying attention so that we know what's coming next, because what's coming next in this decentralized revolution can show us or teach us or prepare us for how to defeat these popular, powerful, hungry elites. And uh, I just want to make sure that you all are paying close attention to these things, because it is literally happening in front of our eyes. And I'm so, so excited about that. We're going to go ahead and um, get our cryptocurrency quote out for the day. And then after news, traffic, and sports, we'll jump into the crypto conversation. We'll see what Bitcoin is doing, what Ethereum is doing, and how we can further our mission to be self-sovereign in our communities. So the cryptocurrency quote for the day says, what's going on right now would have been noble prize-winning economist Robert Mundell's dream, the the introduction of a global monetary system not under anyone's control. And that is a young lady by the name of Kathy Wood. And so Kathy Wood stated that, 
And I totally agree. It would have been a Nobel Prize winning economics. Uh, it would be his dream to hear something like this uh, that is not under control, uh, anyone's control. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as we move forward, I am just going to continue to ask you over the weekend to take a look at some of the things that are happening on the macro. Uh, it's really, really good for you, and I know uh, it's good for you to really pay attention. I get up every day and do Reuters. Um, there's a couple of other things that you can do to stay on the macro because there's a lot of uh, conversations that are happening, a lot of news that is worthy of us knowing that is not being put on our local uh, news radio, not news radio, but on our local TV. But you are able to get it if you're looking at, uh, you know, like C-SPAN and some of those other things. So I would just, you know, ask that you just continue to watch that you continue to see what they're saying and doing as it relates to cryptocurrency because all of those things are really important uh, to watch, to watch how people are flowing, watch what they're saying, watch how they're continuing to dismiss this thing called cryptocurrency or Bitcoin and Bitcoin because they're two different things. Over 20,000 some odd coins right now are out there on the market. Most, as you all know are uh, there to uh, extract money from your bank account. But you got to pay attention to that as well. And learning what's happening on the micro as well as the macro level helps you to do that. So when we come forward after news, traffic, and sports, ladies and gentlemen, we will jump into the market update and get into the crypto conversation of the day. This is Ahead of the Crypto Curve. You're listening to Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. You have the right to remain silent, but don't. but don't. Let them hear you on KBLA Talk 1580. Herbert is still on day-to-day status heading into Sunday's game in Houston. That means his fractured rib cartilage is still an issue and could affect his play on Sunday. The one and two Chargers are facing a must-win situation in Houston to stay relevant in the AFC West. The Rams are at San Francisco Monday night. The 49ers are two-point favorites. The best HBCU game tomorrow? Prairie View versus Grambling at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. The Cotton Bowl seats 92,000. Former Clipper star Blake Griffin signed a one-year deal with Boston. Griffin played last season with the Brooklyn Nets. Join me Saturday night at 7 on KBLA Talk 1580 for Out of Bounds, where we bring some flavor to the world of sports for a full hour. No debates, no speculation, just the info you need. That's your KBLA Sports Minute. I'm Ray Richardson. This sports report was brought to you by MVP Accident Attorneys. When it comes to your settlement, we're slam dunk. Call 833-MVP-WINS or check their website at the mvp.com for a free case review drop it when you tune in to kbla talk 1580 we want you to know what you're downloading now you listen to me and you listen to me closely in a recent african-american media issue survey conducted by the public opinion research and public policy consulting firm eviterus kbla talk 1580 was found to be the most trusted credible and reliable source on the airways for black los angeles and beyond and beyond check it out we take our role seriously as your trusted messenger at kbla talk 1580 it's about truth not ratings and when you hear us say when we come forward forward. we mean it we mean it that's the bottom line we're not going back not to the back of the bus not to back alleys not back in the closet and definitely not back to the good old days might as well forget it no way we're unapologetically progressive progressive kbla talk 1580 
you rely too in buying a timeshare and want out, you need my help. Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshare and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team. Today, we have 383 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. If you were told in a timeshare presentation that this was available today and today only, that timeshare was a great investment, or your maintenance fees will never go up, call my office now. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call now for your free information kit. 800-885-9797. 800-885-9797-800-885-9797. Amplifying progressive voices. We're KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So let's get into the actual crypto update for the day. So today, September 30th, Bitcoin has gone as high as $19,600 and as low as $18,800. And in the last 24 hours, it looks like we're up 0.3%. And in the last seven days, we're up 0.3%. And I told you a little bit earlier this week that some of the options are going to expire and may bring volatility over the weekend. Cryptocurrency markets resisted the downward pressure, breaking away from the correlation to the equity markets. And a lot of people are looking for what cryptocurrency has correlation to and so i think when we're able to break away from some of these other markets it really dispels the fact that uh cryptocurrency mirrors all these things which we know they do not but it just takes things like this to show uh that we do not mirror these certain markets so swift is partnering with crypto data provider chainlink to explore cross-chain protocol connecting TradeFi. And so the very thing that cryptocurrency is designed to do, which is to stay decentralized, not giving um, our data up, not compromising our data, uh, being given to individuals to watch, is exactly what's happening with some of these companies because they're looking for the monetary and not the mission. And so we got to be very careful if you have your information on Chainlink, if you're giving up your data to individuals uh, unbeknownst to you because you're just clicking through these disclosures. I tell people all the time, this cryptocurrency space is not a space where you should be going through disclosures without reading because you will find out that you have lost all of your um just all of your uh data 
all of your rights, just so many different things that you don't pay attention to when you sign those disclosures, but you can lose those things. And so moving forward, if you haven't been doing so, take a little bit more time to try to read some of the disclosures, not just in the cryptocurrency space, ladies and gentlemen, everywhere. Things are changing. I don't know if you don't get anything else from me in these talks, just understand things are changing. And we've got to think, do things differently than we've done in the past in order to get to a different space than we've been to in the past. And so I'm just really excited about the opportunity uh, to make sure that you're ahead, that you're paying attention, that your eyes are wide open to the possibilities, also to the threats uh, that are out there. So. In the equities, commodities, and the macro, the feds reiterated their will to keep pace of the rate hikes, which hit Apple the hardest overnight, and they closed down 6.1%, coupled with the rare occasion B of A, a BOA research. I'm sorry, I thought that was B of A, but it's BOA research analysis downgraded the firm. Asia markets once again look to trend lower. And so, again, that's just a little bit on the macro. Um, so, what are we looking like in the digital asset market? We are still under $1 trillion. We're at 980 billion which is down two percent from where we were yesterday and um i'm just looking at market dominance of course bitcoin has the most market dominance ethereum is following closely behind but in the alt in the DeFi watch solana is up 2.1 percent shiba inu is up 0.1 for percent ADA is up 0.6% and engine is up 0.2%. So overall things are doing great. And um, and I say they're doing great because Bitcoin's not getting any higher. In fact, just a second ago during the actual uh, break, I took a opportunity to look at the price of Bitcoin to see what it was selling for. And we're right around the 19,000 mark again. Bitcoin is on sale. So we are looking to stack our Satoshis, get our fractional pieces a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. And some of the news that caught my eye that we're not going to go to in its totality is a judge orders the SEC to turn Hyman documents over to the Ripple Lab after months of dispute. So that's a big win for XRP and Ripple. So for those of you that are following that, that is going on. Spanish telecom giant Telefonica enables cryptocurrency payments via Bit2Me. So that is a big deal, ladies and gentlemen. Crypto loans are booming in Latin America amid runaway bank rates and inflation. And so they are taking out um, they're taking out cryptocurrency loans over there. BlackRock preps ETF targeting metaverse companies and eternity 
is up 174% ahead of the anticipated announcement at the Decentraland meetup. And I wonder if they're going to call some of these things inside trading because at this decentralized a Decentraland meetup, they talked about what was going to be going with eternity and people ran out and bought it and it was now it's up 174% and we can expect that across the board for some of these other companies that are making mass massive um, announcements about going public about merging and all these different things and they're really in my opinion trying to see how the market is going to respond and so you've got to know that if you're going to respond to a lot of these things that are being announced you need to be getting in and getting out and any opportunity that people are bringing my way right now I'm telling people get in and get out don't stay because it's not in your best interest when we come forward we're going to talk about some of the latest news with the founders theorem and what he's saying about cryptocurrency and what he is also saying about being on the other side of the things in crypto that get less less attention when we come forward this is kbla talk 1580 New money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, now let's get back to ahead of the crypto curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, all right. Welcome forward. So I'm always paying attention when people like the New York Times come up with articles and things of that sort, and we want to really pay attention to. Um, you know what the mainstream is saying about cryptocurrency and so there's a particular article that I'm looking at and you can read it in its leisure and it is about um, the founder of uh, Ethereum and his name is Buterin Vitalik Buterin and so he's basically saying that there's two sides of cryptocurrency and so I would say to read it in your leisure so that you can understand the larger sentiments of decentralization decision makings making institutions more transparent and transform the way they are governed and so if we keep talking about this decentralization thing and we continue to talk about self-sovereignty we continue to talk about um just making this uh cryptocurrency blockchain Web three metaverse, all these things, common words, common terms, things that you can wrap your brain around and understand what's happening in this change of the world. I think it's going to be a great, great thing for you and your family and as your children and as your children's children come along and actually probably are more well-versed than you in this space, um, you'll be able to talk and have a conversation and understand how this is evolving and how this actually does benefit you more than you probably are thinking right now. And so just hold on, hang on. Uh, you're going to get a real 360-degree 
view of what it looks like in this new world order, in this new digital revolution. And, and I'm sure about it because so many things are happening where people are just coming out of the woodworks asking, hey, what is this cryptocurrency thing? How does it work? How do I get my family together? And uh, but you guys, you all are getting it every single day free of charge. Uh, thanks. Thank just being thankful uh, to Tavis Smiley and, and his fabulous radio station. So if you have any questions or anything that you would like to ask me, something that you would like me to cover, please go to asknajaroberts at gmail.com. Again, asknajaroberts at gmail.com. You can also send me a text message to 424-317-7373. Again, that's 424-317-7373. And three send me a text message I can answer those um, and you know we just really want to make sure that our community has the information that we need so they can make the best decisions uh, and be on top of this thing so I'm excited I'm always ecstatic about making sure that my community has what they need at all times um, and we went through our our update but we didn't really talk about some of the things uh that we're going to be seeing maybe over the weekend and so what we found is for those of you that want to set up a buy order that it may be a good opportunity for you to buy between saturday night and sunday morning there's this thing we call the marshall effect and i take no credit for it it's a gentleman by the name of marshall that i met on a platform called clubhouse and he figured out that if you buy bitcoin on saturday night between saturday night and sunday morning the chances are you can get it for about 50 to 60 dollars cheaper than you could anytime else during the week and so uh we've been using a lot utilizing that mess method for our family as well when we're doing some other things in the cryptocurrency space so i'm excited about that so i wanted to bring that up the marshall effect and i'll be posting some of that information and hopefully next week marshall long uh, not Marshall Long. Marshall will be coming on uh, to share in the information. Actually, Marshall Long is one of the gentlemen that I know that was one of the early adopters of Bitcoin and mining. And so he is now uh, doing some big things in Texas. But this is not that Marshall. So this is Marshall. Um, and he will he will be sharing with us the Marshall effect next week. And I'm looking forward to that. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as we go forward and move forward, we will jump back into the cryptocurrency conversation, sharing with you some of the things that are going on. Next week is the Blockchain Summit, L.A. Blockchain Summit, right here in Southern California. And you're going to hear about that. I will be a speaker for that event. Looking really, really forward to that. Uh, and again, the, the Blockchain Summit is here in Los Angeles next week. I've been a part of this event probably the last four years and really just excited about being on board and in person 
to uh, educate our community and hopefully you can make it out as well. When we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we'll jump into our daily dollar cost average and we'll talk about some of the events we have coming forward. This is KVLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KVLA Talk 1580. You want to talk about the ballot or the bullet? Well, curiosity is more important than intelligence, but we've got both. Now celebrating one year being your trusted truth teller. You're listening to KVLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. And so events that are coming up that you need to know about. Uh, The L.A. Blockchain Summit is November 1st through November 3rd. That means it starts next Tuesday, I believe. No, no, no. Uh, I guess it is November. We're we're getting ready to be in October, so I'm a month away. So I apologize for that. But the L.A. Blockchain Summit is coming up November 1st through the 3rd, and you want to make sure that you're signing up for that. Um, And so that is November 1st through 3rd. It's at the L.A. Convention Center. This is the ninth annual L.A. Blockchain Summit. And I am proud to say I've been rocking with them for a pretty long time. These gentlemen are really open to uh, seeing that our uh, voices are heard in our community. And so I always love that about them. They've always been open saying, hey, Naja, what can I help you do in the community? How can I move your agenda forward? And so um, these gentlemen have always been supportive of my wine, women in crypto and all the little things that I do. And so I'm always grateful to work with them and show up for their events and again ladies and gentlemen i don't want to be the only african-american at this event uh so i'm hoping that some of you will come out and represent and come out and meet some new people that are in this space i think it's a good opportunity to showcase uh, maybe one of your businesses or some of the things that you do and why you're interested in the space with that we're going to do our daily dollar cost average you know a dca a day keeps poverty away um and we're going to you do this on our black wall street wallet so if you would please take out your black wall street wallet or open up your cell phone and take it out and you're going to open up the app by clicking on the purple circle with the two arrows and you're going to hit continue we are going to buy an asset that asset is called bitcoin but for the sake of understanding the fractional portion of bitcoin we are buying satoshis today and those satoshis ladies and gentlemen are the smallest increment of a bitcoin just like the penny is the smallest increment of a dollar and we are buying six dollars worth of satoshis today and that six dollars worth of satoshis is being purchased at i'm looking at twelve thousand nine hundred uh nineteen thousand two hundred i'm getting dyslexic on you all today uh just looking forward to um purchasing these satoshis ladies and gentlemen we're going to do this six dollars a day just to show and continue to show that you can get a little bit at a time you don't have to have a whole lot uh but just a little goes a long way in this new emerging technology this new money we are 
now about to make way for the D.L. Hughley show. I want to thank you for rocking with me on Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires one day at a time, one family at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. This is KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.